Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello, and welcome to this, a palindromic episode of the Material Podcast. Uh, and I suppose I should say that by uh, podcast episode material of palindromic. Don't check me. I'm just going up top. I'm saying it's episode number 363. So it's a palindromic number. And uh, and with us, as always, is Florence Ion. Flo, how are you doing this week? I am trying really hard not to tell the future, excuse me, the the future, the fortune, the fortune of our future, the future of our fortune, uh, <laughs> based on the episode number that we have going on today, 363. I was adding all the, you know, numbers up in my head as I do. Um, apparently our number would be three for this episode. Yeah. I, I, you know, I used, I used to have a, I used to have a friend that I have to, I, do you have, do you have friends where there are topics where you have to train yourself not to laugh, laugh or react visibly because despite all outward signs, I am they're that very friend that people it. have to train themselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's fine. But it would be like, Ooh, that's, that's 363. That's a really great number. Cause three plus six is nine, nine divided by three is what? Three, which is the same number you started and ended with, and then they'd be off. Give me a dollar. I gotta buy a. I gotta buy a lottery ticket. Like okay, and not like. Well, what I did is I added three plus six plus three. We got twelve. Then I added one plus two, which gives us three. And if I were going through my, I bought it off the internet as a printable PDF astrology book. <laughs> then I would be able to or numerology, I should say, then I would be able to tell, I don't know, whatever. But I'm not going to do that because uh, YouTube already did the tarot thing this week. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm yeah, not. We're, we're, you know what? We're, uh, that, that, was in the, that was in the roster. I, we're we're, we're going to talk about it next week because I realized that I don't, I don't want to simply mention that there is a YouTube I tarot. I, I, I think that we deserve, we deserve for each other and for the listeners to go for like a whole Miss Cleo, like live tarot reading. And, and also the utility that I thought I installed that would allow me to increase, to include the feed of Chrome as part of a mix in my soundboard here. Correct. That doesn't actually, I, I thought it was going to work, but it didn't work. So all the other yeah. reason for, because we have, we have, we have lots of cool things to, to get to today. Um, but I, I did, I did want to start off by saying that now I, I, there was a, only a little bit of a cliffhanger last week because just like 20 minutes before the show started, my Chromebook just went all wacky and suddenly it was like, uh, like, have you ever been to like a dry cleaners and has a really nice colorful like piece of clip art uh like stock stock photo of uh, a a a a dry cleaner proudly hanging hang, hanging a, a a business suit to like a very attractive and slim man or woman who and the implication being that this is their interview suit and they're having it cleaned i think they would only entrust their lucky interview suit to this your local dry cleaner mm. on such an important thing mm. and you can tell there was once a beautiful professionally looking photo but it's been like in the front of this window since like the, the, the since like the carter administration and the colors are all washed out like you can tell what the colors are trying to be but it's like the, it ran out of toner on the eyeballs a long time ago. Uh, but I, I did, I did make it clear that I didn't know what the problem was, but only because this had happened literally like ten minutes before the show. I had not had any time to get into it, as opposed to to, to just starting it up. Um, all I all I knew was that I went through. I, I'm so. Uh, 
it's just that a Chromebook, especially a Pixel book, it looks like a notebook. And so you expect it to have some sort of mm-hmm. logic mm-hmm. like almost actually almost any other computational device where it has this little app icon called settings. And I assume that I could just go into like display settings and like correct whatever had gone wrong for whatever reason. And there I found none. And again, but then it was time to start recording. And when I went, when I went back to the problem after the show, of course, I realized that, ah, Damn it, I have to go Chrome colon backslash backslash settings in the browser because where else would you find display settings but for a Chromebook oh, but right. in the browser? So so as it as it turned <laughs> out, there, I don't I don't know how like uh, my display settings got screwed up, but it was set to some wacky sort of HDR thing that I didn't know this Chromebook was even capable of. And as soon as I changed that pop-up, it, it went back to normal. But and, and even now, I've I, I had to paste Chrome <laughs> Chrome colon backslash backslash settings in to the show doc because it does not roll trippingly off the tongue even though i've been using a chromebook now for like a few years now i have to always google and look it up to find out how do i access settings and even so it's not instinctive to find for the device it's there, there's still some work to be done i mean it's 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 still the <laughs> we've come far since the 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 cr41 uh first chromebook but not that far have we oh wow the cr41 you really flashed me back there Again, my Chromebook has been sitting over here along with hmm, a company-provided MacBook that I don't use. Uh, ugh, Mac. And <laughs> JK. Uh, and my old PC that I need to like just completely archive because, God forbid, I lose the files that are on there. And, you know, you know, I have to be honest with you, Andy. I've been more... Oops. Oh, that just dropped. <laughs> I hope my mic caught that. I've been more using this thing, which is a Surface Go. Oh. I'm still using this thing. This is my review unit from last year. It's and tiny, uh, a tiny iPad like this, uh, like a Windows. Device. It's but it's nothing like the iPad. Right. If, hold on, I have to pick up the Surface Pen. One second, please. Oh, well, I, I don't want to like roll over it. Earlier. Yeah. <laughs> right. I. Yeah. I. I don't like Windows 11. It's so. I feel like it is prescient that you're bringing this up, though, just because I did have to cover WWDC this week. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was fine, everyone. It was fine. I'm still writing some articles about it for this week. But uh, the iPad really made me think. All the new stuff that's coming to, like, iPad OS 16 and the multitasking features. Andy, I thought so much of you as I was writing my little piece on iPad OS. Like, you know, I was just kind of summarizing the news and just thinking about you and everything that you've taught me about your iPad Pro and how you use it. Because you because you are my anecdote. (laughs) Because I don't have one. It's it's just whatever you and I discuss when we chat every week. That's what I know <laughs> of the iPad. And because of that, like I understand, I would understand if you would just archive the Chromebook. Yeah, it's it's just that it still works fine. And also, I I like the I I like the idea of having maybe I'm I'm like a squirrel that likes to have several caches of nuts. It's like I kind of like the idea that now now I've got the Chromebook being that smart. i've got the chromebook that mostly stays in the bed and on the nightstand i've Mm -hmm. got the macbook that mostly stays on the desk because it's my main productivity machine and i have the ipad pro that is sort of like the living room or toss into the back so i'm going out for the day or etc etc or it's wednesday so i'm reading comic books sort of thing so but it goes to new york with you it does go to new york with me so that's i feel like that's the real test of mm -hmm. 
And, and, and I'll say this is uh, we are we do have a topic this week that's related actually that's directly WWDC Apple related, but it is but it is like tied into Google. So I will say this tied tied into Google. This is why like I'm you know I've, I've got freelancer freelancer finance syndrome, which means that even when I even when I have lots and lots of money, relatively speaking, it's like and even and even when it's like oh uh, by the way. Um, your you you uh, uh, it, that that uh, cut on your finger from three days ago is definitely infected, uh, but no problem. They're just going to give you a shot. Uh, it's going to cost maybe one hundred and thirty dollars for all told for the treatment and everything like that. But but it will absolutely uh, take care of that infection. And and if not, it will, the infection might spread and be better. And even though even then, like that's clearly a good investment of one hundred and thirty dollars. I'm like, but do I really need this shot? And so the, what I'm getting at is that uh, I, I've been making really good use of iPads since like the day the first one came out. I mean, I, I pre-ordered the first one, uh, the first one that came out. And it's always had like a really important role like in my workflow, especially as I travel. And so I really love the I, I bought the first iPad Pro when it came out. That was and after five years, it was time to replace it with particularly a brand new iPad Pro from last year with a brand new M1 processor, the same thing that my my MacBook has. And and I I decided well if I'm really going to be using this as a as a productivity thing I'm going to need off the let's bite the bullet let's get like the five twelve gigs of storage let's really max it out so we don't have to like deal with oh I don't I I don't I can't put all my comic books on there I can't put all my movies on there I can't be uh, uh be uh, ingesting all of my uh, uh, pictures when I'm traveling for like three or four days because I don't have enough room for it basically I really bit the bullet for like a fourteen hundred dollars fifteen hundred dollars but the difference between like a Google purchase purchase and an Apple purchase I think it's the same with Microsoft uh, or a Windows purchase too is that it's like I hate the idea that I'm spending fourteen hundred dollars but I felt as though Apple is going Apple is not just dabbling with this this product does not exist because a product manager managed to sabotage a competing product manager for schedules and resources enough to put their product on the on uh, on the priority list i feel that i and I, knew, I did know a few things about what was coming up in the next year i felt as though i'm going to get 5 years worth of really really interesting new features and updates out of this whereas if I were marginally tempted to get like a, 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 a pixel tablet, it's like, okay, but even, and if, even if it were like $280, oh, I forgot about the pixel tablet yeah. until you just brought it up. Exactly. Well, <laughs> that, that, that's exactly it. Cause yeah, do, doesn't part of you think that Google has already sort of forgotten that they announced it. And it's like, even if I spent like one eighth the amount of money on it, it's like, but if I spend $260 on this tablet, what what are the chances that it's going to that is going to do anything new in 2 years time or it will be like still or they'll continue to come up with new versions of this to make them make me think that they actually care about tablets at least when you buy apple stuff it's like it's, it's not all great stuff but at least they believe in the stuff that they put out good or bad okay i want to save some of my opinions related to this for when we get into the show. You know because we did, ha- we had a lot of Android news this week, actually. Uh, and it's only Wednesday and we're recording this podcast and we still had like two big uh, software updates just this week. Yeah. Just teasing a little bit. And I have some things I want to say about that. So I, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. Okay. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Let's talk about Star Wars. No, I'm just kidding. Um- all I'm saying is that if Sienna thinks she's just going to 
ghosts on Camille like that on the day of the big launch party for her new bangle bracelet line that you that she knew that her that that her brand was like relying on. I, I mean, no spoilers for Real Housewives, but I'm saying, I mean, how how Camille? That's all I gotta say, Camille. I've just made all of that up, but I'm guessing that applies to almost every Real Housewives. So Camille episode. Grammer is actually Kelsey Grammer's oh, okay. ex-wife. I just, I just guessed. <laughs> wow, you really hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> and Kelsey Grammer uh, gave her a spot on this show so that she would have something when he divorced her, right. which he also did on the first season. It's uh, can't write this stuff. Uh, you know what, though? Over the weekend, I did watch... This is not in the show notes. This is just me talking to Andy. I did watch Columbo, uh, the episode with the very young Kim Cattrall. And Andy, I also thought of you while I was watching this. I thought a lot about you this last week Um, since we last did the podcast. I also thought of you because I was thinking, oh, my God, I need to tell Andy about how I thought the writing in this was so good because it was the first time that in, in a while of me watching Columbo that I have seen him truly get angry at uh, a murderer for how stupid they were. Just like yeah. how blatantly messy they were. This is this 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 was the episode with the twins. No, uh, no, this was the episode with the man. Oh, oh uh, okay. his nope. wife and the, the dogs. The right, the two right. Rottweilers, uh, Dobermans, the Dobermans. There's, yes, there's 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 a, there's, a, there's, there's, exactly. a, there's a there's a communal element to both of them, meaning that there is like. A young, pretty, young, pretty actress that they put into the they put into the show goes to do yoga uh, and basically get you know Columbo all like awkward and I shouldn't be looking. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm asking you questions, but I don't want to look at you because that would be incredibly rude. And then she's like basically put into a bed of very, very bad pressure situation, even though she had nothing to do with it. So yeah. Yes. So yes, I. I, Yeah. Well. Kim Cattrall. So I, I've I've only I I've I have nothing but respect for her. I've liked her like in most of the stuff that I've I recall seeing her in uh, Star Trek Two, of course. Uh, as a mm-hmm. she was a very nice she was a very nice mm-hmm. no Star no Mannequin. Star Trek Six Star Trek Six sorry. <laughs> uh, but but yeah she she was she was very very good. I just, it's just that I I missed her like the young teenage on young teenage like twenty something year old ingenue years. So it took me a while to realize acting that young. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I was surprised. I was like, oh, Kim Cattrall, wow, I didn't realize like how long you've been doing. No wonder you don't want to do another freaking sex in the city reboot. Yeah. <laughs> She's tired. Yes. She's been working since she was in her teens. Yeah. She did Columbo. Let her rest you, she, in her but, mansion, but wherever she, but she, she but is. She's, but she's not resting on her laurels, but she's entitled to do if you were if you were like a peak Columbo on a peak Columbo episode. Okay, but yeah, this was a great episode. Go watch it, it if you can. It, by it, the way, it just really, look for really a rosebud right. when you Google it, and it'll come up. But the but the see you're you're reminding of I uh, I'm not gonna we're I'm not gonna spoil we're we're doing our we're recording our bonus episode this week, uh, and just to just to I'm not gonna not to spoil <laughs> no more spoilers. But the the topic is that we're gonna be sharing like uh, Google search rat holes that we both fallen down recently. And one of them that I fell down, which I'm not going to be talking about on the show, was for some reason I had to like refresh my memory on the on the movie Arthur, the like uh, the Dudley Moore movie like 1982 with Liza Minnelli because that I was, they I was, redid with uh, with what's his face many many years later. Yes, uh, ah, I get know. Me to the grief. I, yeah, I'm sorry. He, you, yeah. 
so, uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, well, it, it came it came to mind because I was making myself lunch and one of those things where just this BB that's rattling around your brain just finally like settles into a hole and the light bulb comes on and you have, you're thinking about this and thinking about, wow, here's a movie about like an heir to like a three quarter of a billion dollar fortune who lives a life of abject luxury, like ridiculous luxury, who like gets stinking drunk every single day, uh, drives drunk. <laughs> And and he's and he's like the charming. Oh, we feel kind of sorry for him that you know he's never fallen in love. Like it, it was like it, it was like they had the script kicking around for ten years and and like like checking the freshness date on a carton of milk, saying that okay, look, he's holding up the script and like shaking it to indicate there's still a little milk left. If we don't use this in the next like two weeks, it's gonna go. We we won't be able to use it at all because we're already kind of cutting it thin. This idea of hey, he's like has a three quarters of a billion dollars and he's reckless and irresponsible and he could be killing people in his car. But we were feeling sorry for him. That's about the last we do. But anyway, so uh the uh the the woman that the 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 woman that he's not in love with but his family is trying to coerce him into marrying uh, I've seen this I as a kid I must have seen this movie like on home video a hundred times. Did not know it was Jill Eikenberry. But as soon as like I saw it in the cast list, I'm like, oh my God, that is totally Jill Eikenberry. Jill, you know, LA Law, you know, Eikenberry. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was very, I was very, very familiar with LA Law. It's like, why did I why would I did I never connect the two? I think it's because like she's in the movie, she's also she plays like another not only not only is she like ten years younger than when I was introduced to her. And again, it's like if you're introduced to an actor at a certain age, that's like their baseline of like yep. what you're familiar with. Uh, and uh, but but also because she was like always she was also a very, very wealthy, wealthy, high society dame and always in like super expensive clothing and super expensive and also super expensive Hollywood makeup. Whereas on L.A. Law, she was a very, very practical, functional, like high functioning, like woman lawyer and never. But anyway, so I just thought I'd, I just thought I'd get that out there because why not? They are doing an L.A. Law reboot. <laughs> I should have you know, and she is part of the IMDb credits. So, I, I read but that, otherwise, I, she hasn't done much since the good fight. I read that Peacock passed on the reboot, though. Oh, really? Blair under. Well, Blair, oh, well, they only have, have a they, they only have a pilot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, mm. too bad. I mean, they'll, they'll land on their feet. You know, they're you know they're they're Hollywood. Ladies. Oh, it's because they tried to cast young people in it. Like they really tried to reboot it <laughs> with like all these overtly good-looking Gen Zers. Like, they're overtly good. It's the, it makes me blush like Columbo when I see <laughs> these, like, extremely chiseled faces. Anyway, I am aging, and it is something I am dealing with yes. on the inside. Um, well, <laughs> before we get about to, that. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> continue with the show before either of us get too much older. Uh, but uh, so here's what we're talking about. So uh, uh, Google seems to be having historically a problem attaching action to their public statements of commitments to addressing bias and uh, and fair play uh, amongst uh, to the, with their employees uh, and we have the latest the latest uh, overture in that particular symphony uh, and but and this one points to deep 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 issues and deep deep recurring disappointments to come it's a very very sad story or frustrating story for those of us who like our google services and products but wish that the company that has their logo on them did not do such stupid and damn daft things. Uh, but uh, as uh, as Flo said, we have a new beta of the of uh, Android 13. 
those of us with pixels also got a new feature drop with a very, very noisy and fun new app in it. And finally, yes, we're talking a little bit about WWDC, but only because Apple seems to be making the iPhone a lot more googly this year, which is something that I absolutely noticed. And we'll be talking about that right after this message. Well, if this, if if news about how Google treats its employees, how uh, people, how it treats uh, certain underrepresented uh, collections of their employees and women in particular uh, weren't such a sad, sad story, this story comes up frequently enough that it would have its own theme music on our podcast. Uh, but no, it is a very, very serious issue, and uh, none none less uh, dramatic as uh, what's happened. Uh, thanks, what we've learned about this week, uh, thanks to a very, very nice story in uh, in the Washington Post, well researched, well documented. So, but uh, but it comes from an area that was absolutely not on my radar, and uh, I learned that it really, really should have been. Uh, so, uh, Google has uh, Google postponed slash canceled a presentation on caste bias. Uh, in the in Indian society, uh, caste uh, is a very, very uh, real thing, and it's not. And it's not just oh, well, gee, you're kind of looking down your nose at me because I'm of a, a, a lower caste or the lowest caste compared to uh, what your caste is. It is a a, a source of tension uh, and exclusion and bigotry and violence. Uh, that is happening in South uh, in South Asia and also in the United States of America, and so uh, they had there was a very very bad incident that also kind of as 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 I'm as I'm reading about this as I'm taking notes about this as I'm like looking for other documents and other like piece of information it's like I think that I've got the bad part but then it gets like worse and it gets worse because there are more layers to this terrible terrible uh, parfait. So the origin of all this uh, concerns a talk at Google that had been arranged with a very, very important speaker who was going to talk to the Google News employees on a very, very important subject. Uh, the speaker's name is Tanmore Sandrarachin. I hope I pronounced that name correction. If not, apologies. Uh, but she's the founder and director of a nonprofit civil rights organization that advocates for members of India's lowest ranked caste, uh, the Dalits. And so she was scheduled to give a talk at Google uh, in April as part of Dalit History Month. And again, caste oppression is a serious issue in South Asia as well as the United States. Uh, she hoped that her talk, which she had already presented to, at that point, hundreds of government, corporate, and community organizations at that point, uh, would help Google News staff, I'm quoting here from her own description, to better support caste-oppressed journalists in a meaningful way, especially at a time when they face so much violence for covering this issue. Uh, in fact, she even presented this to, uh, she had presented different talks to Google twice before, so it's not as though the the person who uh, invited her was taking a a big risk on a controversial person. Um, so, but however, some other Googlers started protesting her scheduled talk before it happened, laboring, labeling her as, according to the Washington Post, anti-Hindu, and they were spreading disinformation about her throughout Google's employee channels and protesting the upcoming event to hire management and uh, against uh, creating all this this noise uh, of misinformation to thousands and thousands of people on mailing lists. Uh, and apparently, it became such a toxic situation that Google HR decided to postpone the talk so that the speaker could be thoroughly vetted. Uh, 
and okay, eye rolls all around, but sh- uh, but uh, Moray had a lot of support uh, and, and a lot of credentials. So uh, the, her supporters uh, provided overwhelming documentation uh, about uh, about her, uh, her, her motives, uh, her past work, her past speeches, her past participation in panels to, again, George, name a, name a prestigious university. She has spoke, she's given uh, talks there. Name a large company. She has given talks there. Uh, but uh, again, well, uh, given all that support, uh, but HR still appeared to be taking no action whatsoever to restore the talk to the schedule. And it had appeared uh, that, uh, let, I mean, the, the original idea was that uh, it was uh, Dalit History Month, uh, the, the the month in which she was uh, scheduled to speak, I think back in April. Uh, and now f- forget uh, having her talk in, in that month. Uh, maybe their HR is just hoping that this will all go away and die down and they never have to have her in at all. But it got so frustrating that uh, Sandra Rajan uh, eventually appealed to Sundar Pichai directly for help. Uh, the now Pichai hails from an upper caste Brahmin uh, Indian family. This was noted by the Washington Post. Don't know. I, I will not be so uh, so gauche as to suggest that this uh, affected uh, his response or lack thereof. Uh, he, but there was no response. The, the thing was just never, ever rescheduled. Uh, but uh, the Washington Post piece does uh, reproduce as a link uh, the entire letter that she wrote to Sundar Pichai. Uh, and this paragraph is so well positioned and important that it deserves to be quoted directly. Um, so I'm quoting uh, her letter to Sundar Pichai, uh, one paragraph, by the way. As someone with caste privilege, you are now in the role to do the right thing to address this issue at a company where you have an opportunity to end these, to lead these conversations with grace. Unlike Mrs. Pa- unlike Ms. Parker, who, another person who's sort of involved in this, uh, who may be unfamiliar with caste, you, in fact, have been raised in it and have a greater exposure to witness its impacts all around Tamil Nadu. It created pathways for you to succeed at school and ultimately paved your path now as CEO at Google. Every caste-oppressed person should have that same opportunity, but we do not. Even a consultant like your like myself is facing caste smears in the company you lead. Imagine what a caste-oppressed worker at Google would face if they dared to come forward. Uh, and that's absolutely right on the money. Uh, as a matter of fact, the senior manager at Google News, who had extended that original invitation, uh, a manager by the name of Tanaja Gupta, uh, had actually uh, made this, uh, used her own resources to extend this information and to make this talk happen because she had been approached by a, a, a couple of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of Googlers who also uh, Dalits. Uh, who said that uh, we? I don't think we can make any headway here. Can you do something to? We think it's a very important thing. We're feeling this sort of uh, bigotry, pressure, uh, just badness uh, here in the United States and Google, and we think that this will help the situation. And so, uh, and so, Tanisha Gupta, of course, just very, very as as a very, very good indication of her character, went forward and, and got this thing put on the organization. Now. She was so incensed over everything that was happened that she resigned. Uh, now, this is this is where it gets even darker and just even more troubling. Again, not we as a a, a habit that I've beaten out of myself in in this period of my adulthood, um, early adulthood to middle adulthood. Uh, now is that 
there are the the bad apple explanation doesn't really apply that you mm. should you should go ahead and assume that it's not because oh gosh if only these one or two people who just don't get it or who are just obstructing progress would just get out of the way and let progress happen this usually is an indication of an institution-wide atmosphere in which bad things like this are allowed to happen are frictionless and can continue to happen uh so now so non-coincidentally perhaps uh, uh gupta was one of the co-organizers of the great Google walkout that few years ago that protested how Google had handled sexual harassment complaints. In fact, she was, to her uh, account, the last of these organizers who still had a job at Google. Uh, And so uh, her resignation email was also included in this uh, as a link in the story. And it clearly shows the frustration of the situation inside the company. Again, I'm just going to quote the head, the headline of this email she sent uh, and the first paragraph, the, he- the headline was when workplace policies collide with the real realities of DEI. Um, that's basically the organization that investigates at Google uh, employee uh, problems and, uh, uh, and subhead and how Google sacrifices women to keep order. First paragraph. My career at Google has come to an end because of this company's willful ignorance of caste discrimination, the double standards of its DEI programming, the weaponization of confidentiality to avoid accountability, and a normalized practice of retaliation against those who speak out. And I'm, I'm not going to go – I urge you to go to relay.fm slash material, uh, click the link on the Washington Post story, and read how she basically breaks down – this entire situation uh, and what happened, how, what the HR's response were like, what her direct reports uh, uh, were like and what she went through as she was sort of trying to manage this, uh, this totally manufactured crisis. Uh, but she herself, although there was no action taken to uh, put this talk back on the schedule, she herself was punished by HR. Uh, and again, this is one of the items, the timeline items on her email. Uh, HR notified me that I have violated the people manager code of conduct and that I will receive a written warning letter later in the day. The later, the letter said that my performance rating in the next cycle will automatically be lowered, affecting my compensation, and I will be ineligible for promotion for at least the next promotion cycle. Uh, and it really does appear to be retaliatory. She says that, uh, quote, I confided in a colleague who said to me, quote, they've been waiting for an opportunity to do this to you for years, unquote. This triggers my memory. And I remember the report on Project Vivian as reported in Vice, where the end forced arbitration group that I founded is dis- discussed explicitly. And I am the last walkout organizer organizer at the company. It suddenly occurs to me that the punishment I have received may have nothing to do with this episode but that Google may have finally just found that opportunity to fire me without firing me. So yeah, it's, it's not, it's, you, you can tell how like you, you, you at, at some point you're sort of loath to keep digging any lower because the, the, the stink just gets worse and worse and worse as you go. Um, she, she closed with a couple of conclusions uh, that I think that have to be sort of the banner as we move forward. And we continue to look at, how Google treats whistleblowers, complainers, quote, malcontents, unquote, or as more people, more honest people would put it, people who see problems with the, within Google and hold Google accountable to hopefully fix these problems and make the, the corporate culture better. Uh, her conclusions were uh, retaliation is a normalized Google practice to handle internal criticism and women take the hit. 
Number two, the machine of Google HR needs to be disassembled and completely rebuilt. This in response to the documentation of exactly what all the different apparatchiks of HR and basically how they were arrayed against her to make sure that nothing will happen, nothing will change, nothing will be addressed, and moreover, to contain the spread of information about what's going on and prevent and basically disinterest any other people from speaking out by making uh, people examples of. It's just really, really filthy. Thank you, Andy, for walking us through that whole really wonderful article, by the way, written by somebody that I really admire, Natasha Tiko. She she's just really great work. Um, I've been reading her for a long time. And this is the kind of reporting that she excels at and uh, just kind of really having a human element to these big machines (laughs) that Andy and I report on. Google's a really big machine. That's why that whole FANG um, acronym exists is because Google's name is in it. (laughs) And when you think about it from that perspective, you do think about this as like, yeah, this isn't like one part of the company, but we keep hearing about more and more of these repeated instances where people are just unhappy. <laughs> they're they're leaving unhappy and that's that's bad for the final product. Yeah. If, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 uh, again, there's I I uh, I I'm not I'm not so pure of you know, anger, pure of spirit, pure of so-called principle that I will, when I find out how uh, Tesla treats its workers, how Amazon treats its workers, how Google treats its workers, I'm going to refuse to use any of their products ever, ever again. Uh, I, I just, you don't like being made a fool of, you know, um, I remember mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. when uh, the, the walkout that uh, we were being that we uh, have discussed so much, often times when the first times we're trying to get our this is one of the first really really effective uh, statements collectively of Google employees about what the working conditions what the culture was like against women and against other people who are underrepresented and undervoiced inside Google and so uh, you try to or excuse me I try to be circumspect and say okay well here's here's what we know, here's what the direct people are saying, and we're going to evaluate based on that. And one of the things that I thought was encouraging was how Sundar Pichai, when, of course, they this wasn't a sudden, like, unannounced walkout. It was scheduled and was a worldwide coordinated event and very, very effective. And that there was messaging from the very, very top, I think directly from Sundar Pichai, saying to all managers, there was going to be a walkout. Please don't do anything to interfere with that. This is a important part of the process where people need to really, really demonstrate how upset they are with where we are. And we hear, hear all this news about how they're, they, they acknowledge a problem and they're putting systems in place to at least start to work on this. And, you know, here it is now two or three years later. And I, I don't think I would have done anything differently, but I just don't like be thinking that, my God, was I, was I giving them too much of the benefit of the doubt? Was I being too hopeful? Was I having too much faith and the idea that uh, this is not a uh, going to be treated that this is going to be treated as the as the cancer inside of society that it is that even if you don't care about the issue you have to realize that this will affect how work gets done inside your corporation it will affect how you can mm-hmm. how you can attract the most valuable con- contributors to your future products and your future uh, your your future uh, uh, schemes 
And you're not going to hold on to those people if you have, if they are welcomed into a culture where they feel as though there's no point in my staying here. I'm not valued. I'm not understood. I have no opportunity for advancement above a certain place. I'm going to go find someplace else that we're going to, that are going to, where I'm going to be valued. Uh, and I'll have the opportunity to make every goal uh, that I have personally that I can make. And when you find out that now you're starting to work, walk towards the conclusion that they just see this as a PR problem. They just want, if they make a very, very nice public statement to all employees, it's because they're hoping it will get, they're counting on the fact that people like us are going to find it and quote it. And maybe uh, that will lead people to wait it out long enough for this to be forgotten and swept under the rug. Nope. Yeah. Not in this podcast. Yeah. So uh, even, yeah, you know, we'll talk about the good stuff and the bad stuff. Okay, guys, you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. And it does, and it does mean so if you, you know, if you're wondering why, you know, whenever we come across little stories that we definitely want to put at the top of the, at the top of the, of the rundown, mm-hmm. that's why every single time one of these things happens, that becomes uh, a category with even greater velocity than it had before, because I'm just sick and tired of hearing these things. You, you hear you hear similar stories from every large organization because, let's face it, you know, as a society in America, we are racist, we are sexist, we are all those things. It doesn't mean that each and every one of us is sexist and racist and terrible, but categorically, as a category, yes, you have to always confront the fact that we are part of the uh, part of the DNA of us as a, a country is racism and sexism. That's we're we're I am optimistic that we're working on it and that we will continue to chip away at it, but we can't deny the fact that this is not, Oh gosh, if only those sexist people would just go away and stop being so sexist. If only those racist people would stop being so racist. Oh, well, the next generations are always going to be less racist than the next and they're going to die out. No, there's sometimes things that are much, much more powerful against it. And so we have to make sure that we continue to talk about this, that we continue uh, to shine light on this, or excuse me, uh, uh, amplify, repeat, uh, right. pass along the, the torch of truth that other people are are, are lighting at yeah. great, great risk to their own fingers. I will just say one last thing, which is I also think it's very interesting how Google is a very global company. And we know that part of Sundar Pichai's uh, objective when he got into, let's just call it the throne, spade a spade. <laughs> That's what it is was to make Google even more global and especially the expansion into India. And I think what's interesting is how the societal problems, the global societal problems have really started to seep inside to the company, which is all to say that you cannot expand globally and do globalism without the the problems that come with it. And this is a huge problem in India, which is why now it's going to become a huge problem inside Google. So- You can't stifle it, folks. Even if you have new versions of Android. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, the, the just to, to, we'll wrap it up and move on uh, to a break. But to, just in closing, there are two hallmarks to uh, Sundar Pichai's tenure. One of which is the importance of artificial intelligence to drive every bit of progress that Google can create, both as a company uh, make, trying to make a profit center and also trying to create products that will help people out. And also, as, as you said multiple times, that this is all about getting the next billion uh, Google users out there. And as he said, when the first time this uh, that phrase came up a few years ago, I think it was four years ago, could be even earlier, basically saying that mm-hmm. we have to make sure that the Google products and services 
and by that we basically are also saying the the power of the internet is reaching people that were we were unable to reach before and he was very very uh, steadfastly pointing to india saying that a lot of our next billion users are going to come out of india so we are going to make sure that we have tools that will work with the resources that the average user in India uh, has. And we're also going to be mindful of uh, the problem that there are people who have no resources. And if they have no resources, how can we give them the resources that they need? And so it is double damning if, uh, if he is unwilling to address a problem that he himself should have such instinctive knowledge of and understanding of particularly when he is putting part of the future growth of the company on these people that are affected by this very issue. Okay. Uh, end of, end <sighs> of sermon. to take a break. <laughs> I, I know I need some water. Uh, we'll be back after this. Well, if you haven't been using the public betas of uh, Android 13, there's a brand new public beta for you not to install. Uh, yes, it's Android 13 public beta <laughs> number three. <laughs> Well, I'm in that category. That's it's how like, we're starting this off. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. See, I am so twitchy about installing. Even the there's the developer the developer beta, which is basically don't sit in that chair. There are no nails or glue in it. It's just held together by friction. Uh, there's there's the public beta, which is a little bit stronger, a little bit more stable, but still, you don't want to put like a child in that chair because they don't know yet what causes the chair to collapse. And that's how people sitting in it is how they're going to find out how the, what, what, how, what stuff they need to fix. I've, and the thing is, I've, I, I just don't ever want to be stuck like in the middle of a city with a phone that now can't call my call an Uber right. to pick me up and take me home. And I can't right. like be used to pay for things so that I can like get a cab or, or, or dinner or something like that. I, I just, I, I, betas on a phone for me are anathema. And unfortunately, I think I only have one phone that could actually run the beta. So I was going to say, yeah. I'm frolicking around with all these different phones that I can install it on. I have all these backup phones. So I'm still I think, I think maybe the Pixel relative. 4A, can, I think it goes all the way back to the Pixel 3. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pixel 3. No, 3A, I think 3, is the okay. last one. I don't remember, but anybody who's <laughs> using a Pixel 3 anyway, you need to upgrade because you know Google's going to stop uh, sending you software updates. This yeah. is the, we just had the last one. But yeah, the Android 13 Beta 3 dropped actually this morning uh, on Wednesday, the day that we were recording this podcast. And all it literally is is a platform stable version. I think there's a couple of new teeny tiny bits. I installed the update myself this afternoon and immediately was uh, met with the notifications prompt, which is the prompt that allows you to shut off notifications the minute you install an app, <laughs> which is something that has existed on iOS. And I, you know, it's, I'm glad for it because people need to stop bothering me. Um, Burger King, <laughs> I'm not going to go buy a Whopper every Wednesday. Stop sending me a notification every single Wednesday. It's like clockwork. I get it. It's Whopper Wednesday. Door, DoorDash doesn't seem to understand why I'm making. I, I basically decided to take a pre-made like calzone out of the fridge and put it in my my, my countertop oven instead of taking one of the three fifty percent off each every order uh, offer that they've been piping right? my phone like daily. Right, yeah. and you can't even you know if you're already a customer, it's not like you can take advantage of it. But anyway, so all those things are nice, right? Android thirteen has all these new features that I guess I should rattle off, but 
we're a couple of months away. Do I have to rattle off it right now? Because yeah. who knows? Any still anything could change. There was some reporting that indicated Android 13 beta three dropped two months earlier than the same version of Android 12. I don't know what that means for anybody. In my opinion, it just means that Googlers have been Android team has been working from home and doing their work and not getting interrupted. That's the way that I see it, which is why things have been moving along. <laughs> see, but that, that, could, so, that, see that, that's, that, that does, that augurs poorly for the sophistication of Android 13. Cause it's like, this, this phone, this operating system has been optimized for just puttering around the house all day. Like I want, I want, uh, I want, uh, if, if I were like the very, very creative, like head of like the Android team, I would say we are looking for like as a condition of being like a, a, a project lead on this operating system. Uh, here's one of the benefits: we will pay for your housing. We will, and it'll be like luxurious housing. But we are, but you have to live for the for the last for the first like six to ten months of the project. You have to live in this house that we're going to make for you. And by the way, uh, cell service is going to stink. Uh, phone service, internet service is going to stink. It's going to take two bu- two buses and a and a Caltrain to get to the campus because we wow. want we want you to be we want you to be using this phone like every single morning that you're not you're not going to be able to to tap into into the train unless this thing works. You're you're going to need Google Maps in order to get to places. You're going to need want to be listening to music and stuff. None of this like waking up at nine, starting to work at eleven, and like forgetting that you haven't charged the phone in three days because you haven't left the house in three days. I I don't think that that, that leads to a really really good version of the OS. That's all I'm worried about okay sorry i went into the google play store because now we're jumping to the next the next bit okay so the android 13 beta 3 drop that's great if you want to get in on it you should get in on it i should also say by the way um that if you want to get it on a tablet you can now you can't go through the google pixel beta program to do that but i do have a lenovo p12 pro in my closet that i really need to get like (laughs) worked out because I really need to try Android 13 on a tablet because 12L got rolled up into it. And remember, Android 13 is going to be all about the we can adapt to every single screen size that now exists in the Android ecosystem. So if you have a tablet that you can do that and you can then you can go check the manufacturer's website and they'll let you know. Um, Lenovo has a whole program. I think I have to flash Android, which I hate doing. It makes Mm. me cry (laughs) anytime I have to do that. I absolutely devolve into tears. I hate, I hate it. I was telling Andy how much I hate cooking and I, like, it makes me cry. That's how I feel about flashing anything on Android. So we'll see how that goes, but um, I don't have time to deal with it until I get back from something that I have to do this weekend. So yes, that's next week. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, I'm sure that as, as, as the, as Android 13 continues to slouch towards Bethlehem to be born, We'll, we'll have we'll have more practical and hands-on stuff about it. Wow, uh, this is you never heard that before. No. <laughs> oh God, you need to. I'm gonna Google it while yeah. you carry it on because it, it is it's 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 about like the uh, abominations and. 1968, Joan Didion. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I missed that one in my feminist studies. Yes. Sorry. uh but but in any any event even though you are speaking to someone who again has never never installed any android 13 betas and doesn't plan to really it's oh 
Yeah. I um, thought you meant no betas at all. I was going to say, Andy, yeah. you can live a little and install a beta. I mean, uh, again, it's the, the 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 thing is, there's just so few like things that I'll I can benefit from immediately. There are so few things that are like, oh my god, I cannot wait to get this new feature so much so that I'm willing to have I'm willing to compromise the security and the stability of my phone in order to get it. Uh, although, again, I should probably. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, closed the till on my uh, Pixel 4a yet because I'm still using it kind of like as a music player. But I haven't done the thing where it's like let's just f- let's just flash it back to factory settings, make sure that everything's mm-hmm. backed up off of it that might have been downloaded to it, all that sort of stuff. But I, I can't see the thing is I kind of like these time capsules of you know if if the if the battery doesn't turn into this big dangerous pillow while it's in a drawer right. somewhere, it's kind of cool to charge it up. And, oh, that's where my life was back in 2021. Oh. That's- Go figure, um, but uh, but it's still it's still an interesting day and, and interesting piece of news because uh, uh, Google said that uh, the beta three has reached platform stability, capital P, capital S, uh, meaning that right. meaning that everything you need to test your the stability of your apps against this has now been complete. You should not expect any game changers to happen in the future. This is pretty much what we're going to get, uh, and so. This is when we start to think that okay, so I guess maybe in a couple of months we'll start to we'll actually see uh, the actual final version. Let's see if it actually uh, holds up. See, the, the, but the thing is, like, what I do look forward to are the Pixel feature drops. This is one of the this is one of the reasons why, like, I like still having Pixel phones because you do get extra little treats like every few months where they give you extra cool features, uh, and some of them uh, some of them are pretty damn nifty. One of them is absolutely useless, but I've been screwing around with it like for two days. Uh, we'll save that one for last. Uh, but uh, really, really good practical stuff. Uh, Google Wallet support for digital vaccination cards. Unfortunately, my Vax card is analog, just like if they didn't had in olden times of the Telegraph and the Pony Express. So I can't benefit from this. But if you have a digital one, it'll now be tossed in the wallet. Uh, a feature that I'm I can't say that I've been hoping for. I'm it's more like I resent the fact that it wasn't there to begin with when I installed my Google Nest, uh, my Nest doorbell, that now when the doorbell rings, instead of having to after finding my phone and picking it up, digging down into Google Home to find the page that will get get live video and maybe respond to the microphone, that will actually happen on the lock screen automatically. So I can immediately see if it's somebody that I need to pretend, just be quiet and hope they go away. Uh, I I used my my Google Nest door my Google Nest doorbell paid for itself last month because there was like the doorbell rang and I was like, it was a Sunday even. And I was like very much in a lazy, I'm on the sofa, like with my feet up reading a book and wondering, oh, it's probably, I bet it's one of my neighbors or something that needs some help or needs something. I should probably get up and get it. But then I saw that, oh my God, it's like a candidate for like state Congress or something. No way. Ah, yes, because we had elections Yeah, yesterday. exactly. <laughs> like, no, no way in hell am I getting, my reward for getting up off of the sofa is going to be to have like a very awkward six minute conversation about 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 municipal issues that I don't know very much about and don't really care about. So thank you very much, Google Nest. Uh, so, uh, but uh, really, really cool new feature: conversation mode. This is sort of like if you have problems hearing, but not enough problems that you're going to go see an audiologist and get hearing aids or need hearing aids. 
you have your you have your earbuds in, and basically you've you've the camera is on. It, you just aim the camera at the person that whose whose voice in, in a in a in a bar or a party you're having a hard time understanding, and it will basically through machine learning magic remove all the background noise and focus on just that person, just amplify that person's voice. Uh, that's great. Uh, real tone filters that we saw at Google I/O uh, are now actually a real thing. Uh, but we'll get to this. The cool thing is nobody asked for it. Uh, but we got this slamming music app. Uh, Teenage Engineering makes this line of uh, uh, synthesizers and like pocket music player, ma- music makers, generators, synthesizers ranging from like 60 bucks all the way to a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks. And so Google commissioned them to create like a music, basically one of these uh, pocket operators they call, but as like an app. And it is the most fun thing ever. The user interface is so I'm weird. I'm stuck on my download. And fun to play with. Oh, that was Andy making a rhythm. Yeah, let's see. I got I got something else here, but I I can't. Yes. So basically, this is this is this is like me like all day yesterday stuck in doing head like work that I should be doing. Anyway, I'll 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 save you uh, the the agony there. It's going to be stuck in my head now. Yes, but yeah, it's just it's just so cool. It's a uh, and it's it's and it seems to be built for not just screwing around and like making like melodies and making rhythms. Uh, it's not just like the same like sixteen note 16 uh, 16 uh, section thing that repeats you can actually do like much more much longer more complex things it's certainly not necessarily designed for uh melodic symphonic <laughs> sort of like love songs it really is something you mess around with and keep adding layers to and keep adding loops well maybe not your to. kind of love song you don't know somebody could like that as a love song if it's a, like a robot that's you know has has, has taken a liking to a side bag and lawnmower it's like mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> Exactly. Uh, it is worth mentioning, by the way, that Pixel users will have to go fetch it themselves in the Play Store. Yes. So Yes. Can. It will not come as part of the drop. Uh, also, I wanted to mention, this is a two gigabyte update, Yes, which is a lot. It took me a long time to get it installed. Also, because I was simultaneously, I, I have it, I got it installed on the phone that I'm using the beta on. So I'm both using the beta and the Pixel drop. <laughs> In case you wanted to know how like manic I am, <laughs> there's a girl who leads a life of danger. <laughs> and right now it is stuck. I cannot like get any yeah. apps to just force download in the Play Store. So yeah. I'll check with you tomorrow morning if anything actually works. Yeah, no, I, I had the same experience. It's by no means like a light. You really have to sort of mark out some time when. It's it's gonna take a while to download. It's gonna take a while for it to like process all the apps you've got and and reboot and everything like that. Warn you what? What if I have a bandwidth allowance? You know, like these are things like you. I swear we keep pretending. This is me ranting about something sort of a digression, but we keep pretending like we have unlimited bandwidth and internet speeds at home. It's like hello. I mean, Andy and I are fine. Because of what we do and the nature of our jobs, but a lot of people don't pay into the kind of internet that we have. Yeah, and also just just simple things like uh, this is I have the same I had the same problem with like what seemed to be a minor macOS update where it was supposed to install last night, but uh, an app refused to quit. So when I sat down mm-hmm. 
to with it's not like i was under like immense deadline pressure but it was like okay i've got a half hour to do like 10 or 15 minutes worth of work this is the reason why i kind of took it easy because i had this little thing to do and like a like a dummy you know it asked me hey do you want to do you want to like force quit this app and like continue forward because i thought that it was going to be one of those like from dot four one two to dot one dot four one three you know and just you just <laughs> right. restart and it takes a second but it was like wow it's one of those things where it has to restart three times and you're looking at that little like progress bar like on the black screen like several times and it's, it's not like i got into trouble uh, with with time or anything like that but it's like i wish that it had a way of saying that i mean it's a, it's a it's an apple like update system that's going to talk to apple servers i believe that it's possible for the server to tell my my macbook oh by the way this is going to be a humdinger I mean, let, let's just say that this, this is like the 20 pound champion butterball Turkey here. You're not going to get you through this. Like, like popcorn. Yeah. So you can wait for this update. Maybe you should, maybe you, you should warn Andy that like if, while well, he, he still has like a working stable Mac, if he needed something to get done in the next eight, eight minutes to an hour, perhaps he should do that first before clicking on this Andy, button. Why don't you use your Chromebook? <sighs> but Andy, why don't you use your iPad? But I don't. But but my Chrome my Chromebook isn't on this nice like dual monitor arm stand that I just I know, set up know, three days ago. It's no, I totally thing. agree with you. Got my, I, there's, yeah, there's nothing like sitting in the seat to get work done, and you, but you need to be in that very specific seat. Yeah. With your Tamagotchi to your left, yes. and your pencil pouch to the right. Do you do you, do you have it on a monitor arm so you can position it like as as like a multi screen as an as a second as a secondary screen to like whatever you're working on on your Windows machine. I do not use a second screen. I only use one screen. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. It's very antiquated of me. And the screen, by the way, is always yellow because of my wonderful migraines that I get constantly. Oh, yeah. So my, you know, everybody makes fun of me when I send them screenshots. They're like, whoa, that's orange. And I'm like, yeah, that's how I prevent headaches. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah, the fool I just, now I just, with a headache? I, I just I just feel like the more screens, it's, it's the more screens I have around, it's like a it's like a protective wall of you know security and i don't mean like security from attack i mean like linus's blanket it's like okay everything must be all right look i've got like eighty thousand pixels in front of me to the left and to the right and, and above i mean me. i have this iphone that's always on so this iphone stays on a uh on a pixel first generation pixel charger <laughs> uh and this is what i used to play pokemon go and listen to podcasts with the airpods <laughs> that i test <laughs> I said that with air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> it's, I'm just listening to music. Uh, and then I have, of course, my daily driver over here to the right. Okay. Uh, so you, I, I understand the screens thing. It's just my screens are a little different looking. I also have smart displays over there. Like I have a whole... Uh, we should do a room tour sometime. Oh, uh, so long as I... As long as I let you see like here to there... I'm holding my hands about three feet apart. And then yeah, I'm like, literally as, I'm gonna as, show you my as low as That's the it. keyboard, but not quite as high <laughs> yeah. as the lamp. <laughs> I believe, so, yeah. so long as I can buy like one of those like really, really big, like 30 foot by 20 foot, like backdrop cloths and then cut a hole in it. That represents like every part of the of of the office that's clean and tidy enough. That makes you think that, oh my God, he's probably been taking hostages since like, 2008 or something that's the only that's the only excuse for why his place looks the way it looks uh 
Well, <sighs> speaking of excuses, it's been it's been a long day and it's been a long show. We're 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 going to get to WWDC next week instead. Yeah. I assure I assure you that the reasons why iPhones are getting googlier will continue to be valid and just as valid last next week instead of this week. Uh, can I can I add to that very quickly, please, and say that um, I'll be using an iPhone this weekend. <laughs> so I just I just want everybody to know I'll be using an iPhone. Mankind is born into trouble just as surely as the sparks fly upward. My favorite thing is every time I mention I'm using an iPhone or some Apple product, everybody just goes, wow. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying this reaction I'm getting for the public. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's, you know what? There's what I'll, 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 I got, I, I got to close with this. It's like uh, there was a, I had, I had a ponytail for, from college until like deep into like my Jeez, like must have been twenty. That's incredible. Fifteen. I love 20 that years. you had a ponytail. Oh yeah, no, and not like just like a little stuff. I mean, like down, like down all the way down mm-hmm. my back. And there, there came a time where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm starting to look like that guy who doesn't realize that the, 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 his his ponytail like permit expired like a couple of years ago. It's probably time for me to cut it off. And so, and no, and I, I'm not. And I, I I mean, it wasn't because of peer pressure or anybody saying anything. It was like I was. I, I, actually, I can actually I, I will I will I can say this because it's not a complaint. It's not an observation about this person I'm talking about. It basically makes me look bad and shows shows off one of my personality defects. But I was in I was at the American Airlines terminal at uh, at Logan Airport waiting for a flight to San Francisco or someone, and I saw someone who could have been me, like who, and it's oh. like. It's That's like, hard it's, yeah, and it's like, and, and I, I don't mean, I don't mean, oh, look at that horrible bastard. It's like, no, like, uh, what if I, I'd already, see, I'd already like made a lot of choices that he hadn't made. Like, okay, you know what? I've acknowledged that I'm too old and also like not like built enough that I can be just hanging out in a t-shirt and like shorts and like sneakers with no socks. That is that that I believe for me for what the for how what makes me comfortable when I'm out in public. That is too slovenly. It's good for him. That's great. That's fine. But the, but that underscores why I believe that that's what I would look look like. And when I'm judging myself, the only person that I'm entitled to judge, I have judged that no, I want to be wearing you know long pants and a shirt and that stuff like that. And uh, like the and I, I it's not as though I I didn't like his long ponytail. It's just that I thought. Yeah, see, that's that's why I, I feel as though, even though all I'm seeing is this like nice slick back hair that stays in place because I've got this elastic holding it all back. Perhaps it looks like that kind of like skinny and that like not quite enough to justify the ponytail sort of thing. Uh, and so, but what 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 I'm getting at is that uh, I put it off for a long time, not because I had any doubt that this was the right thing, but because it's like I don't want to have every conversation for the next four months with everybody be hey you cut off your ponytail because again oh, I, i'd yeah. had it for like 20 years to that worst. point and it's and, and, and i have to admit that that's part of why like if i decide to switch to iphone i would probably i will probably put it in, in, in a nondescript case and not tell anybody for a long time because hey 
hey, you finally switched back to I'm so you finally admit that it was a mistake that you made 10 years ago and stopped making mistakes year after year after year. You finally wised up. And I don't I don't have to say, look, skeezix. It's that it's that they're <laughs> they're the two are very, very close for for this year, that there seemed to be an edge for that. And that's it's not, it's, you didn't win anything. This is not a victory for you at all. I just made a consumer choice and I still like my you know what? I still like my Android phone. Yes, yeah, that's what. That's a guess what? You know, light that candle and blow it out, Chester. So that's what that's what be holding. That's that's why like I'd be like if if I made a big platform change like that, it's like I don't want to have every conversation on every podcast. Yeah. So, Andy, I understand that you changed back to iPhone. I thought that we could uh, spend the next ten or fifteen minutes or next hour talk walking us through the decision making process. This is happening to me now. I I won't lie. So, how are you enjoying it? I'm like, hmm. Let's talk about the new Jurassic Park movie I haven't seen yet instead. Actually, I want to hear your opinion on that. <laughs> mm, let's not talk about that. Yes. Uh, you know, the truth is I'm an introvert and I really don't want to talk to you about <laughs> unless somebody pays me. Exactly. Yes. Yes. The only way you'll get anything out of me is you'll pay me at least $1 a word. Real, realize realize that there, there's enough of a, of a, of an investment of resources to have an ongoing conversation or to share my mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings about anything that please keep in mind that I've got to start the meter running as soon as I mm-hmm. start talking. Like when people ask us for tech advice when we're not on the clock, it's just <laughs> like, hmm, do I like you enough to do this pro bono? <laughs> well, see that 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 has the added distinction of like, okay. No, I, I I'd be happy to help you, but so long as I'm going to, I'm warning you beforehand that the first time you say, I, I tell you what the right answer is, and you say, but I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to do that. The conversation is over. I'm not going to give you like That's another a good option boundary. because that's I, how I've, you set boundaries, yeah. folks. I've 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 had I'm telling you, a friend of mine had a, a having a problem with his phone, and he's a really really good friend, but it, like it came down to like. And I'm trying to make him uh, realize that, no, you should just do the thing I told you to do at first, like 10 minutes ago. Okay, well, um, when I get home, I can do some research. And I'll send you a PDF file of instructions on how to enter into a – open a terminal window on macOS, um, how to put it into basically boot recovery mode. Uh, a list of drivers that I can probably find for you and how to manually install and configure each and every one of them. By the way, if you don't do this exactly as I said, you could completely brick the phone. Like, because you know, what, do, what do you do? It's like, oh, geez, I don't I, it's like, oh, it's uh, hey, India, uh, you're, you're, you're an expert on like not getting wet. It's raining outside. Uh, how do I uh, not get wet if I have to go outside? Like, OK, yeah, well, just uh, here's an umbrella. As a matter of fact, I have an extra one. You can take one. Oh, I don't want to carry an umbrella. OK, then you're going to get wet. Like, well, what, what can I do instead of carrying the umbrella? Like laminate yourself. I don't want to do that either. OK, then we're back to the umbrella. <laughs> laminate yourself. Yeah. Uh, I will say that having received a laminator for my from birthday Santa, uh, you it hurts. Don't don't try and laminate yourself as your finger goes through the thing. It it burns. Well, you know, it's get, get that get, getting your nails done costs a lot of money. If you can just do whatever you can to extend the the, the enamel for a while. Wow, wow! I wish I wish it were that easy. 
Oh, well, well, oh, I think well. that's going to wrap it up for, for this week. Uh, anything you, you would like to plug in the meantime? Uh, you have a couple of, you have a couple articles on Gizmodo about a couple of things that we talked about, like the beta and all, all of your WWDC coverage. Thank you so much for being, for, for being like the, 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 the non cult <laughs> member <laughs> coverage of, uh, of WWDC. I yes, there's actually sometimes I wrote a couple parentheses like why doesn't Android have this yet? Which fair <laughs> point. Uh, <laughs> yes, but it's just me, you know, uh, thinking out loud as people know I do. I will say a little programming note that Gadgets is going fully video, so anybody who wants to check us out will have to check us out at Gizmodo.com and on YouTube. So. If you want a podcast flow, this is it. Material podcast right here, baby. Me and Andy. Me and yes. Andy every week in your podcatcher, you know? Yep. See, and see, but what you don't understand about the the advantages of listening to a podcast is that I didn't have to spend one second doing my eyebrows for this podcast. I put all of that time, that that 93 minutes of <laughs> of, 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 of getting Ernesto in here uh, to, to get my eyebrows threaded, all of that money, all that time, all that investment is in researching this uh, this show, preparing for the show, making sure that my chakras are indeed aligned. And I think that comes through uh, in the final product. I can't speak for flow, though. I'm near tears. I'm near tears <laughs> because I literally got up this morning to do my makeup because I had to do a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's all good. It's all good. No, no, it's it's, um, it's fine. No, I, I, I feel you. The, the number of times, like on a Tuesday morning before Mac break, it's like I think that I got plenty of time, but then I'm looking in the mirror, like, ooh, I should, I should really take the straight razor and just tidy up the edges of my sideburns because I think that now that we're like on in high def and I've got enough bandwidth to send a really clear so picture, they can they can see where like the electric shaver kind of miss. Uh, damn it! I look so good in blurry webcams. Mm, those were the days we should do use the the, the barbara streisand effect or the moonlining effect we uh-huh. just basically put cheesecloth in front of the lens <laughs> i love it i love it uh what about you andy what are you up to this week uh not much i'm uh, i'm off of uh boston wgbh but i'm going to be on wgn in chicago by the time you listen to this podcast you can probably go to wgnradio.com and stream what i said uh, on Thursday morning uh, on the morning show. Uh, but yeah, talk about WWDC and actually just about WWDC because that's most mostly. What else kinda, happened this week? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I could Pixel I could say dropped. I could say, well, I, I, I bought a dual monitor arm set and I installed that and uh, it's a little more complicated than I thought, Roger. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh, but that's not really news. I mean, it's news for me, but. Well, and be, be, but uh, I, I'm proud to say that I'm looking forward to. I, I'm, I'm glad that like all my like appointment sort of stuff is done like by uh, middle of Thursday because uh, tomorrow night is the monthly uh, in the my quaint, uh, picturesque, historic uh, New England seaside village uh, to attract tourists. Once uh, once Thursday a month they get the food trucks in. So this is this is why like I have not been like ordering out for the past like two or three or four days because I know that. Tomorrow I'm going to be getting like a cup of chowder from one truck. I'm going to be getting a barbecue uh, pulled pork sandwich from another. I'm going to get one or two cupcakes from another one. Uh, if there's ice cream, I shall per- I shall favor him with my patronage possibly, uh, and there will be sitting on a folding chair, slumped, listening to music, and basically getting my sugar rush on. So, but but so 
So, but you can go, go, to, go to Instagram and go to a not going Instagram and see probably pictures of what I'm eating tomorrow night. And that'll probably work out. Perfect. Well, thank you all wait. very much for listening to us this week. As with all the other weeks that you listen to us, uh, we hope that we delivered value for money, value for your time. Uh, <laughs> hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, have a healthy, happy, and safe seven days. Bye-bye.